0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Grow With Chloe podcast. This is season two! Cue applause. It feels a bit weird talking to the microphone again. I've had probably a month off, I think. You know, I feel like I'm going to have to settle myself back into it. Back into talking to a microphone. But I'm super excited for season two. started from the bottom, like in September last year. Didn't know anything about podcasting at all. How to edit it, type of microphones, etc. And... While I'm still learning, I know a heck of a lot more than I did. Hopefully, this will be the new and improved. I want some more guests this year. Hopefully, I'm just going to plan them a little bit more. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited. I hope you are too. So, recap. So, I can't exactly recall the last time I talked to you, but it was before... I went on my travels with my mum. She came over here for about three weeks and we went to Spain, Italy, and Ireland and then she stayed in London again because if you didn't know, she actually lived over here for like a year and a bit. When she was in her early 20s and kind of the inspiration of me doing this, so she got to come back and see all her old places where she lived and whatnot, which was really cool. I've really enjoyed the traveling. I'm I love traveling, but I'm also at this point where I'm just... I'm very exhausted and I don't mean that to sound in an ungrateful way I'm just quite exhausted from traveling just like not even like the physical aspects is just also the mental aspects like it can just be kind of draining traveling and that sounds extremely privileged and ungrateful I don't mean it to sound that way I'm just saying I feel exhausted (laughs) anyway yeah that's the main thing I've been up to the past three weeks to a month um and today's the first day that I've kind of had a day just to myself again it's kind of weird feeling though because I know I keep reminiscing almost of the first day I arrived to this flat and I was alone because my cousin was like away and I remember feeling so overwhelmed and so lonely and so lost and just yeah I was just so low and now it's like a weird full circle moment where I'm at the end of it and I'm like wow like it isn't so scary anymore and it's such a weird feeling to come to the end of this journey be in the same kind of situation where I'm alone in this flat but this time so many things feel different feel like I've grown a lot as a person over the past few years but I think it kind of yeah accelerated the growth in a six-month period from traveling and just yeah I'm almost the word is kind of curious to just see what I do with it once I go home just being okay with there being so many unknowns like my place of living. If you clicked on this title called New Year, New Me, and you're thinking, oh my God, she's going to give me all these tips to completely reinvent myself in 2024, you've clicked on the wrong podcast. (laughs) That's not going to be happening today. I kind of think it's bullshit if I'm being honest. And I think so many years, like in my early teens to even late teens, I fell into the trap of setting myself all these kind of like strict, rigid goals in a new year thinking I can completely change myself wanting to change myself came from a place of not liking who I was or just never being satisfied with who I was right then and there and thinking that hey if I change all these things about me which most of them were physical kind of appearance related or you know productivity and achievement based then I would like who I see in the mirror and I'm at this place now where well, yeah I'm still I still set goals but I kind of phrase them and word them differently and this year I do want to do kind of this 22 things for turning 22 but that's not really a new year's resolution goals it's more of like a bucket list of just like fun things I want to do I definitely approach new year resolutions differently now so how why I think it's bullshit I think I know we as humans love the new year because we have this real illusion that it's this fresh start of the year but when you really think about it it's not like Time is always continuing, it's always moving and the fact that on the 1st of January we think it gives us this good pedestal to make a fresh start is kind of bullshit because you can start fresh any time of the year. If you think about it, say if you have a job, like you might have gone on holiday over the Christmas period but you go back to that job as normal, life is Life and time is continuing, and it's just our perception of it that we think there's this restart button at the start of 2024. So I think it's bullshit in the that people wait all year to reinvent themselves in the new year when. You can do that at any point of the year. It, you don't have to wait till the 1st of January. But also some people might find it super motivating. And if that's what works for you and you personally love a fresh start on New Year's, that's also okay. And I also just want to touch on like the concept itself of like New Year, New Me. Putting this enormous pressure on ourselves to become someone new in a new year when You're okay just as you are. Yeah, that's great if you want to make some improvements to yourself. But I feel like we can rephrase it to like new year, better me or like constantly evolving me. Yes, it doesn't have the same ring to it. But to put so much pressure on ourselves to say I'm going to be a different person this year, I think it's a lot of pressure. And I think it's almost doing our current selves a disservice because not to get all wishy-washy, but I feel like we like each version of ourselves serves some sort of purpose. You may not love the version of yourself you are right now, but I think it still serves its purpose. And it's kind of a, yeah, like disrespectful to kind of think that this year I'm going to throw her in the bin and become a whole new me. Like there's that quote that says, like, if you erased all your mistakes, you would erase you by thinking oh, I'm going to like lose this amount of weight. I'm going to look different. I'm going to do this. Blah, blah 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 yeah want to just throw your old self in the bin it's almost like erasing yourself in a way because that version of you served a purpose and yeah can definitely acknowledge that you might not be where you want to be but to to just think that hey I'm going to completely erase her is unrealistic kind of disrespectful to yourself and it's overwhelming and if you're overwhelmed by your goals at the start of the year like chances are you're not actually going to go through with them if you think they're too big and too unrealistic and unable to achieve i'm actually curious to see when new year's resolutions started i'm gonna have a look at that mm, interesting so it says new year's resolutions have existence have existed since the early 19th century not only were people making resolutions 200 years ago but they were also breaking them and using them as excuses for bad behavior before the new year much like today that's interesting <laughs> very interesting so we've been doing them for a while and once again because like i don't know we've attached one certain day that this is the reset day yeah it kind of gives us an allowance to like completely derail who we are you know during that weird christmas limbo period when i think if we just stop putting so much pressure on this one day to flip a switch i'm doing like air bunnies we might not completely, you know, go a bit crazy during the Christmas time. And I'm not saying like eating more or, you know, resting more during Christmas time is bad. I'm just saying those people that think that, hey, I'm going to be on this rigid diet, for example, on January 1st. So I'm just going to go crazy and eat all this food because I know that I can indulge in this bad behavior because I'm going to reset and become a completely different person on January 1st. That's kind of feeding into what I was saying. It's like, it's so unrealistic. Yeah, I think it's just unkind to ourselves to be like, I'm going to be a completely different person on january 1st and my next kind of talking point is intentions and actions over goals maybe set a theme for the year how i kind of word mine now because i despite what i all said i still like to set some goals for the new year but i'm just not so harsh on myself about them and i'm not i don't almost expect myself to completely change on the first of jan i just kind of like it's almost like a theme for the year of things i want to work towards and becoming a better me but also i'm okay with the person i am right now and i'm going to be patient with her as she like grows into the next kind of thing if you will acknowledge that say right now it's like first week of january i definitely haven't really started many of my new years i'm in between flats and moving countries again and i don't have the capacity to do it right now and i'm just trying my best like i'm trying to drink more water trying to just get outside every day and no social media no social media after a certain time but i'm not really getting into my intentions for this year knowing that i can start them at any time this year and that we have 365 days in a year to do it not from an excuse point of view but kind of thinking that I don't need just because I don't go full grind full force this week doesn't mean the rest of my year is ruined I'm thinking February will probably be the month that I try and focus on my intentions a bit more so it's perfectly okay if I'm not on that grind right now you know thinking of them as like intentions or actions I think making them more action-based might help you bring them to fruition more I think people who say I keep referring to this as weight because honestly I think as girls for me my personal experience for so many years my resolutions were around weight I think instead of saying lose five kilos this year you know if you are pursuing weight loss it's better to make it more action based you know so you'd say like walk a certain amount of steps per day or get in this many workouts a week I think that might be better in you know building those more sustainable habits than making the whole resolution the end result if you will so if your goal is weight loss make your intention and your action to just like increase your exercise for the week and increase your daily movement and make your theme for the year maybe to become more active or have a healthier relationship with exercise and a byproduct of that would be or could be you know weight loss or muscle gain or whatever goal whatever your you know health goals are that was just an example but changing it from maybe like a rigid end result goal almost to the process and the actions you've got to take to get that goal and some of from this i also have a dot point saying shifting from numerical to feeling and you know shifting from short to long term benefits if you will so like when setting goals or how you want to show up in the new year i'm gonna try and do this this year to really focus on the long term and focus on the feeling and how i will feel for so long i would make it numerical and i would make it short term it would be get five a's at school for term whatever a lot of the goals were very much so focused on just the year itself and not thinking about long-term you so say if hey you got your five A's what's to say you'll actually stick to them as like a lifestyle years down the track like what's to say you'll actually stick to them and I think that's where we can go wrong with new year's resolutions because you're really focused on the goals you want to achieve for that year that you don't think about how it's going to be implemented in your life so this year let's just try and take an example where are my resolutions so an example of feeling instead of make it numerical it could be like increase your energy levels you know feel more mobile in your body Instead of saying lift X amount of weight or whatever. So, I'm not saying numerical goals are inherently bad. I'm just saying that, you know, if you want to focus on changing your life and changing your lifestyle, it's probably better to focus on feeling and long term over, you know, a numerical number and short term. So, if you want to become more active, you know, maybe think about your long term goals, like maybe start reframing it that you're eating for your health in the future, you know, like eating healthy foods to, you know, support your bones, support your muscles, support your hormones or whatever. Just that shift from short to long and numerical to feeling, I think just kind of brings us back to ourselves a little bit more and, you know, makes it less extreme and more sustainable. I actually kind of got inspired by that point. I'm a big fan of Anna Archer Fitness I think I don't know if she's talking about her physique in general but a lot of people would know her because she has like a great physique and she was like originally known for weight loss and then she turned eating disorder recovery and then now it's just kind of her life and she's still very fit and she said like the biggest shift she did was start fueling I guess for long-term you not short-term you so she said there's like less fluctuations in your body I'm sorry I'm using like a very body health-centered example but this can be applied widely but she was saying like if you think about eating for short-term change like weight loss or whatnot there are more fluctuations in your body because you know, you're, once you're achieving that short term goal, you might like go and go back to a different lifestyle. And she said one of the biggest changes she did was like fueled herself and exercise for long term her, if you will. And she said like now her physique and her feeling within herself is a lot more, I guess, stable than and less fluctuations because, you know, you're thinking of long term you just being healthy for long term you, you know, Maybe being a mobile eighty year old, etc. Instead of pursuing these like short fixes. So yeah, this was very like body centered perspective. But even if you're talking like academics or whatnot, like think about the feeling in the long term. So maybe if you're in like your second year of uni, think more about like at the end of your degree, how you're gonna feel when you're finished, and also just like study habits for the long term. And no, don't, don't just think about get through this semester achieve gpa 7 for this semester while that is a great goal to have maybe also just think about the long term like what study habits are going to help you in the long term and also what study habits are going to help you really internalize what you're learning so that you can practice it in real life once you finish your degree i think you have to also consider your mental health when you're at university or high school like yeah it's great to have these great grades but if it's the expense of your mental health is it Health, is it really worth it? So, some of my resolutions for 2024, and I talked about before how I want to do 22 things for turning 22. So, in terms of resolutions, I haven't written like 2024 goals. I've kind of almost, like, I'm a big fan of vision boards and a big fan of manifesting. So I feel like I've got my vision board of how I want 2024 to look. Manifestations of like things that I want in my life this year. And it's very much so more feeling based and long term. So I think this is one of the first years actually where I don't have a big physique goal or I feel less rigid with my goals. And as I said I love a fresh year. I love having some direction but I think every year I've really kind of attached how I feel about the year with achieving my goals. I think I almost thought that like if I didn't achieve these goals it wouldn't be a good year. So I'm not gonna read all of them. I actually did my like manifestation thing I think back in November. Yeah early November. And I'm kind of just using them as my goals, if you will, for the year. I've got like different sections, like career, personal development, like living in a house, friends and family, um, love and like hobbies and leisure. So that's how I've kind of done it. And it's, yeah, as I said, it's not really numerical now or short term. Like if I don't get there this year, I'm okay with it. It's definitely about feeling and long term. So I will say for hobbies and le- leisure, I have half marathon. Um, I want to do that for my birthday. I also put in it, um, completed my half marathon training. So I've like kind of emphasized the actions and the process I'm going to take to actually achieve the half marathon. I also put like do more group activities for fun, like run clubs and take part in classes. So I've put pole classes because I really enjoyed doing that this year. And I'm going to do like pottery classes, like just kind of fun little leisurely activities as well as you know my strength in my running goal i'm actually kind of a private person in in general so it's sometimes i find it quite weird this is a very side note that like i overshare so much on the podcast and instagram etc because i am quite a private person but yeah career it's very much so to do with the podcast i want to grow this audience grow this community obviously i want to keep showing up on my instagram and i would love to create environments where you can be surrounded by like-minded people to grow this is kind of a soft launch but not really events and stuff things i want to work on i want to work on more like physical community in this in 2024 because i don't know having following like online people and online things is great and all but i think definitely since covid we've kind of re-emerging into society where we want to be surrounded by people again and you know like growing growth being on a growth journey and fitness journey health whatever is it's a lot more fun when you're around people who also want the same thing so as a little soft launch um house and living i've got i'm near the ocean <laughs> so obviously i want my place of living or residence to be like kind of close to the ocean and also another one is get a pet like I'm getting a pet this year like I know in my heart and I kind of know what pet I want and it's gonna happen it's just a matter of when so that's kind of (laughs) I didn't really give much detail but yeah I've kind of done like manifestations if you will that are also reflected on a vision board and I would say for me they're my 2024 resolutions if you will but yeah as I said it's more about feeling and long term and if I don't achieve them they're not it's not the end of the world, and none of them are numerical. Like none of them have a number in them. It's more about the intention and the actions. And then for my fun one, so 22 things to do for my 22nd year. Um, I saw another influencer. I love Savannah. She's turning 30 this year, and she's doing 30 things, which. A 30th is a bit more significant than 22, but I just thought it was fun. This is kind of tied to my manifestation slash 2024 goals, but also it's just like a bucket list, if you will. But there is definitely overlap, so one of them is a half marathon, and that's also in my like 2024 goals. Try new sober activities like pottery, I've got a Coldplay concert as one of them. Read 22 books, which... I'm not to be not tooting my own horn to be cocky but I'll easily get that. Do pole dancing classes like these are things that can be small or big that are just 22 things I want to do like one of them could literally be what's well, something small like go for a sunset walk on the beach like these are just kind of almost fun activities that I want to do for turning 22. Um, it doesn't have to be big you know grind goals but I'm also just doing that this year just for funsies. So those kind of my 2024 resolutions, they might look different from yours and that's okay. It's just I've never done something like this before this year. Normally it would just be, you know, 2024 resolutions and like a list. But as I said, I want to focus more on feeling long-term intentions and actions over like specific goals. And that having specific goals though isn't bad at all, but I'm just... I don't know I want things more for my long-term lifestyle for example I'd like to more so fall in love with running than you know just doing a half marathon and then never running again so the final point is kind of touched on and something I did briefly mention which is how i think your environment is key for achieving say new year better me as i said we don't we don't believe in new year new me but we can believe in new year better me so i i really think your environment is kind of key for helping you achieve whatever you want in your life so there's more chance in changing your life or lifestyle around people that are doing the same thing as you want so say if you have a career in nursing (laughs) i don't know why i'm just thinking my friends i don't know obviously i'm not a nurse i can't actually speak on it but like if you have some friends in your life that are nurses or like friends you've made in the workplace i feel like i don't know because you're in the same environment they understand your job they understand the challenges and the things you love about them it just helps you i don't know want to do want to succeed and do better in that sector of your life and i'm not saying like just surround yourself with one type of people It's more like you have different people for different parts of us. But what are they? What's that saying? It's like, it's better to be the dumbest. This is a really bad way of saying it, but it's like, it's better to be like the dumbest person in the room than the smartest. And I don't think I've phrased it exactly right, but surrounding yourself by people who may be better at what you're striving for is hella inspiring. And I think that's an easy way or a way to make things easier for you to change your lifestyle or whatever goals you want to smash however you want to show up as a better you this year I think you know if you're if you're surrounded by the wrong people the wrong crowd that aren't motivating you know aren't doing things in their life that you want to do I think that kind of almost gives you a disadvantage in actually pursuing these things that you want to do because you know you're just you're not enthused I think it makes it harder than it needs to be to change your life and I know I'm saying changing change your life and that's quite a big bold statement but I just mean like anything in your life can be really tiny but I think it makes it harder if you're not surrounded by the right people and this doesn't mean you have to give people who have been your friends for years or some family members the flick just because they don't have aligned you know interests or direction in their life as I said there's different people for different parts of us but I think definitely say if you want to focus more on self-growth it would be beneficial to you know surround yourself with some people who are really into self-growth or further along in their journey to inspire you to make that change and that's kind of why I want to go down that path with social media and I just think we grow I don't know I feel like we can grow exponentially when we change up our environment and be around people that a similar energy. That's why I just wanted to add it as the final point for this like new year better me thing because everything I've said I fully believe and then this is kind of the final cherry on top that yeah definitely you can achieve your goals and whatnot by yourself but I think it's a lot more fun, a lot more empowering when you do it with other people who want similar things. Let's just backtrack. I used to, I was very almost competitive and closed off with my goals and what i wanted because i thought if other people know what i want or if other people are striving for the same goal well then we all can't have the success like i used to almost think that it would hinder me by other people doing the same thing as me and that i had to be like doing it all in isolation just so no one else could be good at it some of the things i think about my mindset was just so toxic but yeah i used to really like i used to just I've once again gone off on a tangent but I feel like I used to really gatekeep myself who I was and also gatekeep my goals and whatnot and I'm saying I'm not saying you have to tell everyone every single goal but I just used to not believe that success could be for everyone and then say if my friend was successful then I couldn't be successful or you know just being a shitty person and not being happy not being truly happy for other people's successes because Then I felt shit about myself when it has nothing to do with you. We all have room for success and whether that's a different goal or the same goal, like you can both be successful, both. And I think if anything, we are more capable of achieving what we want to achieve and be successful if we're cheering other people on and it doesn't negate from you or your success. Yeah, I think we have more chance in changing our life, for the better if we're surrounded by cheerleader people and people who are wanting a similar thing from you so that was quite a tangent but um this is be my episode on you know new year's resolutions <laughs> it's about a week or too late but I think it still stands that you know you don't have to put all this pressure on yourself to be a new version of you you can just be you but better I think it's giving yourself I think it's doing yourself a disservice by wanting to chuck your old self in the bin time is really just our like it's just our concept, you know, you can really chase these goals or whatever at any point in time of the year. It's just, yeah, the start of the year definitely feels more motivating because it's a fresh slate. I think focusing on intention and action over goals and, you know, maybe even give yourself a theme and then shifting from numerical to feeling and short to long-term goals are going to really help you change your lifestyle more than these short fixes i shared some of my goals how i'm doing it and my little almost bucket list and how i really think like your environment plays a factor in helping you achieve these goals and that you don't need to compete against each other everyone can have their own successes and it doesn't take away anything from you if anything you'll become a better person by you know truly cheering on your friends and family successes i think i want to end these episodes i've just thought of this on the spot but i'm still going to do what i'm grateful for but i think also like a little motto so i'm grateful for travel and i'm saying it at the moment because by next week's episode comes out i will actually be on a plane back to australia i'm just grateful for travel for opening my eyes i'm not saying everyone has to go on a drastic travel extravaganza but just even traveling anywhere even to different parts in Australia it just I don't know opens your eyes I feel like you know yourself better because you're forced to be in these different situations and my motto for the week is back yourself if anything this is a motto for the year but truly back yourself like believe in yourself and I know you see those cringy posters, with like a picture of a cat or a kitten, and it has like this bold font that says like, believe in yourself. Honestly, like, just do that. Like, believe in yourself, because like, you have actually nothing to lose by believing in yourself. Nothing at all. Like, there are no, there are no drawbacks. Just like, this year, just, you've got nothing to lose, so just back yourself. Believe in yourself. Even if you don't fully like, want to do it you could even do it ironically just start like ironically believing in yourself so yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode i will see you next week i am at chloe marlene with two a's on instagram and there's also the grow with chloe pod instagram thank you so much for listening bye